there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host today, and today we are episode 68.3, and this is uh, Exodus chapter 20. So today we get to read uh, uh, how God gives Moses the the Ten Commandments. So this is kind of an important uh, chapter to be reading. Sort of puts the foundation of uh, what is right and wrong in uh, in in our in our views. So, uh, but first, I'm going to start off with prayer, as I always do, and then I will read the Bible verse of the day, which today is Teaching Tuesday. So let's go ahead and start with prayer, and then we will continue. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Holy God. We come to your altar uh, humbled and in awe of you. We are so thankful and grateful for all that you do, all that you provide. I know uh, it sounds repetitious, but we really are thankful and grateful for what you do for us. We're thankful that you are the Almighty God who takes care of everything. We put it all in your hands to take care of us. So, Lord, we're grateful and thankful for what you provide for us, from the smallest, little, tiniest things to the big things. And uh, depending upon everybody's situation, I don't know what they are, but I'm sure we can all find something to be grateful and thankful for. Uh, Lord, we're most thankful for the gift of your son Jesus, the sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for us. Lord, we're just so grateful and thankful for that. For without that, we have nothing. And we can never, ever repay whatever... Uh, what he has done for us. So we're thankful for your son, Jesus. Lord, uh, I'm thankful for those that are out there listening. I'm thankful for their diligence and their continued support and uh, that they continue to come and listen or watch. And I pray for this ministry to continue to grow uh, as long as it is in your will. I pray for more listeners and more people to be more engaged with you and uh, to learn from your word and to get to know you better and to call you friend because that's who you are. You're not only our Heavenly Father, but you're our friend. And so, uh, Lord, I just ask you to bless this time in your word. I ask you to come and be a part of it and anoint it so that we understand what it is that you want us to learn from today. We know that we're getting your Ten Commandments today, and I pray that everybody uh, listens and learns from it. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, today is Teaching Tuesday. Uh, So obviously this Tuesday may not be Tuesday for you today, whatever day it is that you're listening to this, but today is Teaching Tuesday. So this is uh, Isaiah forty-eight seventeen. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. Uh, we pray this every day. We pray for direction. We pray for him to uh, tell us what he wants us to be doing, uh, not just today, but in the future, uh, what it is that you want us to be doing, Lord. That's what we're asking for and for you to direct our ways. Uh, He teaches us. He teaches us what is best for us. 
and we have and we have to be uh, in tune for what God has for us every day there's new blessings every day and so uh, he will direct your paths uh, and it says that in Proverbs um, but we need to be in tune and the only way to be in tune is to be in uh, daily prayer and communion with the Lord you have to commune with him and come and communicate with him and you know just be kind of on point because you never know when God's going to throw something your way you never know it could be at any moment and we have to have um, discernment for what he's telling us so uh, that's uh, that's the verse for the day so uh, hopefully it's something that is speaking to you uh, in this moment all right, well, let's read what God has to say about the Ten Commandments. It's uh, kind of the big stuff. So I have um, <laughs> I have the, the Cowboys Ten Commandments in my Texas room. Um, I should have brought it in here. And then there's also, there's several different plaques that you can look up. I mean, if you don't have the Ten Commandments here in your house, you might want to consider doing that. Uh, but there was the Hawaiian uh Ten Commandments, which I thought was kind of cute. If I had a Hawaii home, that's what I would put in there. So, all right, let's let's read. Uh, chapter 20, episode 68.3. Ten Commandments for the Covenant Community. Then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. That's one. Uh, you must not make for yourself an idol of any kind of an, or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection to any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. That's two. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. That's three. That's kind of big. You know, uh, I used to. Uh, I, you hear it all the time. Uh, people do it all the time on TV. It's... Uh, when you're in tune to that, it's hard to not hear it. All right, I'm sorry. I should just keep reading, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them, but on the seventh day he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Honor your father and mother, then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You must not murder, you must not commit adultery, you must not steal, you must not testify falsely against your neighbor. You must not covet your neighbor's house. You must not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. 
When the people heard the thunder and the loud blast of the ram's horn, and when they saw the flashes of lightning and the smoke billowing from the mountain, they stood at a distance trembling with fear. And they said to Moses, You speak to us and we will listen, but don't let God speak directly to us or we will die. Don't be afraid, Moses answered them, for God has come in this way to test you uh, and so that your fear of him will keep you from sinning. <clears throat> As the people stood in the distance, Moses approached the dark cloud where God was. Proper use of altars. And the Lord said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel. You saw for yourselves that I spoke to you from heaven. Remember, you must not make any idols of silver or gold to rival me. Build for me an altar made of earth and offer your sacrifices to me, your burnt offerings and peace offerings, your sheep and goats and your cattle. Build my altar wherever I cause my name to be remembered and I will come to you and bless you. If you use stones to build my altar, use only natural stones. I'm sorry, use only natural uncut stones. Do not shape the stones with a tool for that would make the altar unfit for holy use. And do not approach my altar by going up steps. If you do, someone might look up under your clothing and see your nakedness. Hmm. Okay, well, I already started kind of talking about uh, the first couple of um, commandments. So we already, I highlighted uh, one. I highlighted uh, in verse two, I am the Lord your God. And then I ver verse three, you must have, uh, you must not have any other God but me. God is number one. That's all there is to it. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. When I think, when he's talking about idols, it's anything, anything that distracts you from God. Anything that might preoccupy you from God. So I don't think it's just about other gods. I think that I think that it's talking about things like money, uh, drugs, drinking. Um, it could be uh, your iPhone or whatever phone, Android phone, not just pinpointing iPhones. Uh, it could be gaming. It could be shopping. It could be television. Uh, movies, whatever. It could be anything that distracts you. It could be uh, another person. You know, if that person is uh, solely occupying your mind, if you're so absorbed in them, then uh, you could be, you know, that could be your idol, another person. So it's not just about another God. It could be anything. Uh, it could be work. You know, some people make work their idol because they can't help themselves. Okay, um, let's see, where am I at? Three, uh, verse seven. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. That's, that's a big one to me. And it didn't used to be, but it is now. Uh, and I, I, I don't think, I mean, I gotta be, and it's no excuse by all means, but I believe the only time I've ever done that is if I was like, flaming angry but it's still no excuse and I'm just saying that out loud and I'm just being real I'm not perfect but 99.9% .9 of the time I don't use the Lord's name in vain 
uh, but many people do. You see it on, oh my goodness, on Friends. That was, I'm calling it out. Friends was like one of the worst shows. They used OMG all the time, all the time. And you hear it all the time. Um, you know, I've heard people use um, Jesus's name in vain. And that, oh my goodness, you hear that on TV all the time in TV shows. They think nothing of it to just flippantly use it. So it's, it hurts my ears when I hear that. Uh, number four, remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. How many of us keep working on Sunday? I do. Uh, I'll say it right now. I am the worst. I continually, I, I work all weekend, you know, doing stuff around the house, laundry, cleaning up, washing dishes, whatever it is. But uh, I'm going to make a point of trying not to do that from now on. Uh, number five, honor your father and mother, then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God has given you. That is huge. Honoring your parents is huge. And I cannot um, stress that enough. That's emphasizing it. Very big. Uh, your parents deserve it. They've done a really big... If you're, if you're a child and you have a parent, uh, even if they've done some horrible things, you know, and I, I get, and you know, I, not horrible, but I mean, you know, not every parent does it right. Yeah, right there. I've done things that were really foolish because uh, you don't know any better sometimes. Nobody got a manual to raise kids. I say that all the time. So uh, in light of the mistakes that your parents may have made, and some people have really great parents who don't make hardly any mistakes. They just seem to know how to seamlessly be good parents. You know, I don't know how that happens because I didn't have bad parents. I, I just had parents that were, you know, my dad worked all the time and my mom was kind of in charge of everybody. But with seven kids, it's kind of hard to, you know, keep track of all those kids. So anyway, all right. So now we go into the big stuff. Uh, number six, you must not murder. Number seven, you must not commit adultery. Number eight, you must not steal. Uh, number nine, you must not testify falsely against your neighbor. Don't lie. Don't lie about your neighbor. <clears throat> and you must not covet uh, what is your neighbor's, whether it's their house, their stuff, their wife. Don't covet what they've got. Don't be jealous of what they have because, well, first of all, you don't know what goes on over behind closed doors so you don't know what's going on over there so don't covet what other people have but be happy with what God gave you because God gives you exactly what you need when you need it I believe that wholeheartedly I have prayed that prayer since I was single and poor I always prayed Lord just give me what I need uh, I, I prayed that I wanted to be in a position where I didn't have to check my checkbook to make sure that I had uh, enough money to cover to buy a sweater or whatever it is. God has blessed me and he's blessed my family in that regard. So, you know, it may have it may take a long time to get there. Maybe, you know, but I appreciate it now what God has given me. So, uh, that's the Ten Commandments. And then, of course, it goes on to tell us, uh, you know, the people heard the, the, the thunder and the loud blast of the ram's horn. And they said to Moses, please, you know, ask God not to speak to us, you know, directly or we'll die. You know, they're afraid of him. And of course, Moses is calming them down. Don't be afraid. It's all good. God is coming in, in this way to test you. 
and so that you will fear him, uh, so that your fear of him will keep you from sinning. You know what? It's true. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I love God, but I'm also fearful, fearful of him. It's the same thing with parenting. You know, you love your parents, but when you're growing up, you're kind of afraid of them because you don't know, you know, when, you know, if you're going to get punished for stuff. And of course, if you do something wrong, you're going to get punished. But anyway, uh, and the people stood in the distance and Moses approached the dark cloud where God was. Um, then God gives us these rules over the proper use of the altars. And he says it again, remember, you must not make any idols of silver or gold to rival me. Of course, we know that that doesn't last very long. It's coming. Uh, he asked them to build an altar made of earth. Uh, if you're going to use stone, you need to use only natural uncut stones. Um, and this I thought was kind of interesting. Do not approach my altar by going up the steps. If you do, someone might look up under your clothing and see your nakedness. I don't know exactly what that means, but I don't know. You're supposed to back up the up the stairs or don't go on the stairs at all or on the altar. I don't, I'm not sure. It's kind of an unusual thing, but it's God's word and he had a reason for it. So that's it. That's all for today. <sighs> uh, interesting stuff. I would read over it again and again and get those uh, Ten Commandments in your heart and in your head so that you know what's right and what's wrong. But uh uh, that's it. Uh, but as always, I will go ahead and, uh, say this, uh, I will never, um, leave you without saying the prayer of salvation. So, uh, if you've been reading along with us all this time and you've not accepted Jesus as your Lord and savior, then this is your moment. I will lead the prayer. It's not between you and me. It's between you and God. So if your heart is telling you, that's God telling you to take the next step. So I will say the prayer. Say it with me. If you're a believer, feel free to say it along with us too. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your son Jesus on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart, into my life, and I will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Welcome into the family of Christ. You are now a brother or sister in Christ. You have now a whole huge family. If you're an only child, you now have brothers and sisters. So uh, we recommend you write it down somewhere in your Bible or on your calendar app or whatever, but make sure that you mark this day as your new birthday. Uh, we suggest you get to a pastor, uh, communicate with somebody, get your questions answered. I'm sure you got a thousand questions if you're new to being a Christian. So uh, join a ministry, volunteer go to a Bible study, whatever it is that you're being led to do, go do it and find out what God wants you to do with your new life because this is what it's all about, uh, being a Christian, is uh, living for God and you know you want to be a fisher of men. So bring more people into the family. That's it for today. I don't know what time of day it is that you're actually listening to this or what, you know, morning, noon, night. I have no idea. It could be a year from now. I don't know. But I'm glad you were here. 
uh, and I'm glad that you're able to share in this uh, journey. So God bless you, and I will see you tomorrow.